We can I, I gotta have a word with if if everyone else Wakana can know their go. demand Wakana and Ravensburger's got no freaking clue, I gotta have a word with Ravensburger. So Alright. We ready? We can come the topics? You said you didn't need to know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, welcome to Made the Zoobie with you, America's most favorite Lorcana and sometimes MTG podcast, where we only discuss the games going to the moon, like Lorcana. I'm joined by America's number one most favorite bully, Josh. I thought I was going to be the number one best Lorcana content creator. You are still that. And if you have not become a member of Josh's <laughs> All right. All right, hold on. We have yet, to stop this. We have to stop this. No more of this. Go become a member right now. It's five bucks. That's <laughs> like one awkward. half of a Lorcana pack. I am, of course, joined by the man with Bless. all the scoopies of sorcery. If you don't believe me, check last week. Louis de George. Yeah, I got that one. I looked like an idiot last week. That's fine. No, you did yeah. exactly what I expected you to do. <laughs> and we I are mean... finally joined by George, who finally made the time for the podcast. In oh, I'm sorry. I was fighting George. a hurricane last week. Oh, it wasn't even Th that bad. Thank you for your concern, everybody, by the way. I think it's weird that you think you can just come and go as you please now. You really don't take this very seriously any longer. Also, we didn't <sighs> even talk about why you were gone last week. I don't even, I'm don't. i not even sure we mentioned that you <laughs> no, were gone. I know you didn't because nobody reached out. I was like, oh, I don't like, three, like a month ago, they all thought I was dying. This week, I'm fighting a hurricane with my bare hands, and nobody even thinks about it. Just know we were rooting for the hurricane. Yeah, you and you and a whole community. Oh, <laughs> shout, man. shout out to Genesis. I love, <laughs> I, I love how much the the media overplays all that stuff too. And it's like, oh my god, wait, don't! I don't oh, want to be a hurricane victim <laughs> hater podcast. I'm go. out. Thanks. Welcome to May the Zoomy with you. It's Actually, do subscribe time. to me because I'm getting canceled now. Thanks. We, we, we've got um, we've got an election coming up. I can't wait for November. <laughs> oh my! God. Are you running? No. Christensen to George, just, 2024. Just, uh, next year's November podcasts are going to be. We're going to make lots of jokes. It's going to be great. Would you be my VP? Uh, yeah, of course I would. But oh, I'll be running not. against you as well at, for the president. <laughs> All right, hey, everybody. Sorry, I'm supposed to keep us on track. I'm doing a terrible job. Uh, well, that was the intro. <laughs> I have no clue what's even happening. If it helps any, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the TCG industry downtrends. Um, we're going to talk. Down? George is going to be obnoxious about Lorcana the entire video, so that's fine. Give him his win; it's good. Uh, we're going to talk about the Wilds release, which was really good. And we're going to talk about Doctor Who. We have scoopies from our sponsor, MVP Sports and More. <laughs> God, how have they not sponsored us? It is such a natural fit. Um, we have Lorcana you... to one K. And we have the sorcery delay. Those are our. Is that everything? I, I is this the everything. first time we've said Lorcana to one K? No, no, it is not. Okay, because <laughs> if it was, there's. I I have the first piece of actual advice to everybody. If we say Lorcana to one K, everyone sell your product. Yeah, right that's, now. That's you're holding on any product. Before. If you have singles, sell it all. You can visit GameGrove.gg and sell it to Louis, Game whatever it might be. Just get rid of it if we say it's going to one K. I agree. I think that's a very valid situation. It seems like that's like how it always goes. All right, we'll talk about Lorcana later uh, in the positive EV side of the podcast. On um, this side of the podcast, we're talking about all the things that are downtrending, which is everything other than Lorcana. Because Lorcana is goat, and everything is perfect, and there's no issues. 
I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I, if I was, I can't eat a chicken wing, George, because I'm not eating any. Um, I'm not eating any gluten or carbs. Wait, gluten or uh, carbs or both? Or I'm doing the carnivore diet, but plus berries. Are you file? Are you following the nine ancestral tenets or whatever it is? <laughs> not raw meat. You... I've lost ten pounds in fifteen days. Are you? Are you like a fat liver king? Let's I go, eat dude. Steak twice a day. It's a ama- it's the best. Oh my! All right, it is your YouTube best. channel makes too much money. Let's talk you're about gonna, magic. This is ridiculous. This is insane. Pounds. Wait, Louis. Okay. Loki, I'm doing the same thing. I am not going to be the guy that keeps us on topic today. Bro. I'm just. I got you. this. You're never I got guy. this. That guy is because... always Josh. That guy is always Josh. That is never you. It's it's hard to argue against him when he pumps me up, dude. It's tough. It's tough. It's hard <laughs> so to do. You are never the do. one to keep us on track. Oh, I'm kind of the goat. <laughs> All right, TCG downtrends. Uh, Josh, you have a video coming out on Thursday. Give us a little spoiler today on Wednesday night uh, for us. Give us a little. Well, this spoiler. podcast comes out the day what? after. Well, the I video know, but us. Give us a spoiler. Oh. Lead us in, baby. I'm trying to set you up. He's going to steal your content, man, I... Josh. Be careful. No, I already Listen. made this video. He's stealing my content. <laughs> that might. That, that, it's, it's, it's. There's a twist. There's a twist. So I hypothesize that the real world is coming back and has been for some time. We're all about to get smacked in the face with a bit of reality. So I want to talk to you guys about the fact that for the last half decade now it's felt like the tcg success our love for the game and what we're going to be involved in has been completely tied to financial value it just feels like it has 100 been all about the dollars all about the cents and that's weird for me because listen i make sales data content quite a bit but do you think these games are going to have to start becoming more are they going to have to pull at consumers and pull at people in a much more meaningful way to keep people engaged, especially with Magic coming out with a new set every month and indie TCGs being the up and down rocky road that they are? Uh, so uh, explain to me where you are in five years. Like, what? why Why back to 2018? No, no, why back to 2018? Like, what What? What metric? The real answer to anything before COVID. Yeah, like, that's what I'm, I'm curious on. Well, it just seemed like even before COVID, it seemed like things were kind of rapidly on the uptick and Rudy and that community was getting more popular. And the idea of cardboard investing was really coming around. changed the universe of TCGs. Sure. He, other people were collecting, but he's the one that made it mainstream. Yeah. I tend to think that this will end poorly. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying, and um, for these games to stick around, it's going to have to be about more than that. Oh, I think. Listen, I think it's absolutely true. I I think the I don't think people remember what life was like before COVID when it comes to TCGs. That's uh, you know, we uh, Louie and I have had a long talk today about Pokemon. Yeah, it was actually a very nice talk, my day, Ed Louie. You, you weren't as hyperbolic been, and defensive as you normally were about Pokemon. I've been, Thank you for I've that. been really working on myself lately. I can tell. Good job, Carol. The goat. Carol um, doesn't have anything to do with it. I, it's like, what did I pay her for? You know? Therapists are a scam. The Louis yeah, George story. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the whole time it was all those, it was the four to five candy bars I was eating today. <laughs> well, you know, that would have been where my money lives too. Um, I just want candy. You know, like I didn't carry Pokemon before COVID. Like, it, like you know, I would, I would special order a case if somebody wanted a case, but that was it. Like, 
you lived on magic, you died on magic. A lot, most dwarves still carried Pokemon, but it wasn't a big mover, wasn't a quick mover. I mean, like, you know, this we're going back to it. Like, you know, I don't expect to get any cuts on any TCG from distribution for the near future. Mm -hmm. I now have to order exactly what I need and no more and no less. Sure. And so, like, that's going to change the way prices fluctuate. Yeah. And, I, and at the end I of the day, there's what you're a reckoning. Is exactly right. If this is what we've been saying all year in this podcast, if people aren't playing your game, you're probably screwed. Yeah, like you, you, the like the tendy season is over. Like a Jordan from the um, from a really great podcast called The Bone Zone, Seeming Skeleton. You know, he had the clip last month of like the the er the era of tendies is over or something, and he's exactly right. The era of gameplay is here, and like the question is like, can these games? keep players and grow them yeah and candidly so far the answer has been like no so far the answer is like they'll all lose players to magic uh except for one popular disney game but like mm. that one's been out for about five minutes so right. let's let's hold off so um i think there's a lot of truth there in what you're yeah, saying right. uh i think another thing especially going back to like 2018 is the the for magic particularly is the lack of msrp yeah. um where yeah. The the and George and I were talking about this today too. Josh may have been on with us, but um, where the Forgetful. the MSRP is gone, but also Wizard seems to be. Um, George said this. Wizard seems to be testing out how much of the money they can take from stores. Like, what is the yeah. highest? What is the lowest margin stores will continue to buy stuff at? Uh, and this is where I think the reality is sinking in for me. Is like the world is so much different. You have whatnot. You have all these online only retailers and how do you how do you not have how do you have msr how do you have a product that is supposed to be sold at stores but also being sold on amazon direct to consumer at like lower prices than the store cost and i think that those are the type of things that really influence the downtrends that we are seeing now the, uh, and then the pandemic bit really expedited that because they started that but then they couldn't get supply anywhere, right? Like the whole market blew up on supply. Um, so it's kind of like the mix of that. So I think there's also been some, there's been some emotional shift as well around the trading card game in the trading card game space and the cardboard space. And this is a big pillar of my argument is the fact that when I started getting back into magic, I was the typical leave magic forever, come back. I was like, when I spent a hundred dollars on a booster box, this was before a kid, we had had a house at a great rate and no kids, like two jobs. I had felt like I had to tell my wife I spent a hundred dollars and I did it with like my tail between the, my legs mm -hmm. now. And I know that I'm further in the rabbit hole now with an entire YouTube channel and a wall of stuff behind me and things like that. But I recently spent, you know, $3,000 buying you spent that on a good game. Like that's I, I, well, I spent it buying trading card game products and I, it makes me nervous. What, what game but was I was just like, I was just okay with that. I was, I just like accepted that as okay. And but but, but part of that is your been... life has changed in five years too. You are, what are you, 32 now? What, how old are you? 34? I'm 33 or 34. So like there's a kind of a difference in in five years. You know what I mean? Like, but like I my know. job is relatively the same. My my income scale, I mean, there's, there's raises and stuff like that that come every year in movie job, but my income scale is relatively the same. And, Listen, we all know what daycare costs. Like, day, well, okay. One of us on this podcast know what daycare costs. And 
I would have never fathomed drop. Yeah, that's why I said why. I would have never fathomed dropped this money. But I think that's part of a bigger like emotional shift and this acceptance of the space that will be, in my opinion, the first thing to go when the world gets real again. So well, let me tackle something that Louis said. We go back to conversation. Like the big wizard experiment, the last I would say eighteen months has been one thing: how much of the pie can they eat? Mm-hmm. Right? If a booster box has two hundred dollars of value, can they take one fifty, one eighty, one twenty? How much of that two hundred dollars of value can wizards gobble up? Which is, you know, the reverse of that is how much can I leave on the table for others? Yeah. And like what they have found, candidly, I think at least, is that they can gobble up a lot of it. <laughs> well, uh, and that just leaves less and less for everybody else, mainly your local game store and consumers. Like, I yeah. don't want to get away. Like, the consumers are who's listening to this, probably not as much as the stores. And like, it, it does. The the problem is like consumers don't know where to buy their product anymore. They they don't. Like they don't, this is why you have Amazon and you get boxes that are tampered with and opened and, and whatever, because they're, they're fleecing out the, the store. So I have a question for you too. Do you think, I, I think we're all in agreement that most, the 99, 95% of stores can't survive without magic. It, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll call it 85. There's a couple of those like weird Pokemon only like in LA and, and that kind of stuff. 85% of stores can't survive without magic. Is it magic's res- is it magic's responsibility to keep the LGS afloat? If they believe that they need it, but the weird part about that is to use a quote from you that I, I truly believe in. If wizards disappeared and they stopped printing sets, magic would lose players, they'd lose people collecting the game, obviously. But there would still be games. People yeah. would just continue to play with the cards that have existed for 30 years. Yeah. So if magic, and this is the scary part, if Wizards of the Coast just determines we're a commander product now, and not just like they are now, they're not just leaning in, but like that's the only way to play magic. Why do they need the game store? Right? Mm-hmm. Like Pokemon arguably doesn't need the local game store. Right. It's it's not necessary. So I guess it depends on where they see themselves. If they see themselves being more than kitchen table commander, then I believe the game store is a necessity and one that they are greatly neglecting. But if in that boardroom they say, We don't Louis, George, we don't need you, then things could get dark and things could get dark quick from that side of the counter. Mm-hmm. George. So, like, so it's very funny. I was talking to somebody in Louis Discord about watches last night, and we talked about Rolex. And, like, you know, probably 30, 40% of my local jewelers' watch deals are from Rolex. But probably 80% of the people that go in looking for a watch are looking for a Rolex. So then you just say, I'm out of Rolex. Do you want an Omega? Do you want a Grand Seiko? And the same thing is true for Magic. Magic is the gateway. Everybody comes into the store looking for magic, which is why indie TCGs have such an uphill battle, because it's up to the store to say, actually, I will sell you magic, but I'll also sell you Lorcana. I'll also sell you sorcery. I'll also sell you cryptic. I'll also sell you Genesis. Just kidding. Uh, so, like, <laughs> you, uh, you know, like, Shots fired. you have to. 
Magic weirdly needs the LGS, but it's also the only funnel to their competitors. Well, and it works the see, like I think it also works the other way, where yeah. people come in to. I think a lot of the people, one of the best things about Lorcana right now, in my opinion, I think Lorcana is different. I agree with that. Well, it is the number of people who are coming into the TCG world who have never played Magic, never been in LGS, never been there. And they will eventually, some of them will move on to Magic and to other games. And that's a huge win. Um, I think that's certainly happening. Live by Lorcana, die by Lorcana. Like, but like nobody's ever coming to us. We're looking for sorcery, and you're like, oh, let me let me tell you magic instead. Like, yeah. you know, like Lorcan is the exception, not the rule. I, I don't think you. I don't think anyone does that. But I have seen firsthand in DTCG communities that were getting together that would weren't really magic players, but constantly dunked on magic because that was the trend of the DTCG community. And then they like, they like they like I know nothing slowly... about your speaking, Josh. They like moved over and then as mm. their game diminished and there wasn't enough players or the, the group got smaller, they're now at Friday Night Magic. Like right. they're sitting right there playing you Pioneer, paying my playing so modern. Always playing Pioneer. But other than that, you're exactly uh, right. that George, is false. The only false. the only thing I don't really agree with you, and maybe it's just your store in your location. I have probably more people walking in to buy Pokemon who collect Pokemon and they're looking just for packs to open. We we also have, we have 16 people last week at our Pokemon event too. I think Pokemon's different. I think yeah. Pokemon Lorcana are different than like sorcery, cryptic. And I is just getting I'm or like pretty, any of the other or MetaZoo or any of the others. I'm pretty confident. What's the last one you said? The goat. The one the is box it, behind you, the red one. Is that a game? I'm pretty confident that um I'm pretty confident that stores could pivot and, and lean in more towards Pokemon. But one of the things I think really happens, I know we're really on a rabbit trail, is most people who end up wanting to own a store come from Magic the Gathering too. 100%. That, yeah. that is 100%. The, the, the DNA of a local game store is so connected to Magic the Gathering and the, the experience that you had at your store and that kind of stuff. Even um, those who say they're not, that's where their roots are. Like you talked about a couple stores that are kind of live outside that. That's that's where their roots are. They they came up playing magic at the local game store. Right. Um, all right, back to the like the downtrends though. Uh this is a weird time for a downtrend because we're leaning into the holiday season, which typically is a high sales experience. Yeah. I want to push back on that statement. Okay. Because just so making content for like two years now, I've noticed the same thing. I had the same impression that you had, but I noticed TCG interest from like a content, how much I'm appearing in search, how many searches are coming on topics that I cover as you approach the holidays seem to go down. So yeah, do, do have you looked into that? Because well, my experience has been the opposite. It's holidays fall off and then boom, following the holidays, which is weird. But you, well, you that, that Christmas money. Yeah, that might be true of Christmas night, but also, I mean, for are you talking content or sales? Well, I'm talking. I wasn't tracking sales last year, but I would assume that they trend like the more someone's searching into something, people the more people are spending. Yeah. Oh, like, really? Okay. Like, I know in my okay. life personally, this is me speaking for me. I'm like buying stuff for other people, so I'm just like in this spending mood. I'm like, you know, buying gifts and whatever. I'm like, oh, Amazon. Oh, okay. Boom! Here's something for you know for me, like you know, like, like it's just like I'm gonna well, get myself a little Christmas tree. I'm buying something for other people. I'm buying something for other people. Boom! Me, I'll get yourself with somebody. Time to equal up that karma. <laughs> yeah, um, but like I think that happens. Um, I think I'm that only you're... buying Lurkana for everybody on my Christmas gift this year. By the way, if you're on my Christmas list, you're getting Lurkana. God, I hope I'm on your list. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you're not. I'm only buying but people you're on the, the board. Bu- I'm the only thing I'm buying anybody for Christmas this year is a bug assault gun. Have you guys seen those? Yes. Yes. I, I, I wish one. you had it last week. I got one. It, yeah. George, last week there was a fly. I should have brought it for the pocket. Louis hit himself in the head twice trying to kill a fly. <laughs> it was the greatest the, experience of my the life. The only thing I'm buying any of my family for Christmas is the bug assault gun. They need to be a those sponsor. Those things are amazing. Yeah. Do you think we could get sponsored? Like, what an off-brand no, sponsor. No, like, that we could get sponsored. So I found out about those because uh, it was on uh, Joe Rogan. He was talking to some guy who owns a comedy club. <laughs> and the comedy the club magic had- community went at Joe Rogan this week. Be careful, my dog. Wait, That's really? Why? Do- I didn't say uh, I'm a fan no, of Joe Rogan. I'm allowed to listen Post to Post Malone was on. And they're, uh, it's, I don't know. You don't like Posty? Listen, I just, I just people's hatred of other people is so wild. It's entertainment. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, he had a guy on for, that owns a, a comedy club, and they had a fly problem. And their solution at the <laughs> comedy club, like bucket salt guns. Yes, he just has every table has a bucket salt gun, so they're like the comedy's going on. Right. Just, <laughs> let me ask this: You guys walk into a comedy club. <laughs> And they have a bunch of bug assault guns on the table. You, are I'm, you staying or going? I'm, I'm, well, I'm staying. staying. I'm, I'm, I'm not shooting back. bugs, but I'm defending my honor. I'm dead. That really? is my table. Dude. That table is my land. I'm okay. putting my flag on so it. Let me ask you another question. You ordering drinks and food? But yeah. Every, drinks every for sure. Has bugs and I'm also them. salting your food from the next room over. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the salt bay's going down. <laughs> Speaking of downtrends, salt bay. Restaurants are closing oh, left t- and right, apparently. Yeah, he took a hit after the world cup that was not a great i just look. imagine myself in a very bradley cooper scenario what is salt bay like the world's most expensive steak restaurant guy i don't know I where don't he know does he does the 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 salt on the on the bicep it's like you with orcana his name's salt bay yeah that was his social media handle i think oh your name isn't kitchen table tcg <laughs> Gamergrove.gg backslash or kind of salt. So, what what do you think? Uh, so, it I personally. URL. <laughs> the hidden page. Louis, can you make that a hidden page before the podcast? And it's just my face. Like this. <laughs> All right. I think. Good job keeping us on track. I'm proud. Yeah. I think that a lot of the downtrend personally, and maybe this is just my life because my wife does have student loan debts in her medical industry. Um, I think that you a lot of like she's hawking weed on the side of the road. She's a nurse. It's not a medical. She's industry. not a nurse. She's no, not I a think nurse she's, either. Yeah, uh, I what think you're she's wrong. a nurse practitioner, right? No, she's a PA. Isn't she? Is she a PA? Yeah, yeah, she's a PA. They're, all right, I don't understand any of these things. Uh, don't say they're all the same because you're very wrong. I didn't say they're all the same. I said I don't understand mm-hmm. them. Yeah, that's PA, true. PAs they do that most well of the stuff doctors do, but none of the risk. Well, like, all I no. know is that your wife is my doctor. That's all I care about. I'll be honest. She wouldn't prescribe me. I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she did the right thing, but I was trying to get her to do the wrong thing. All right, but um, yeah, I think you're on. To, I think you're on to something. You, you, we jumped off this, but the idea that student loans are coming back around is a brand new bill for probably the most marketed tcg community like right. by far yeah like the the people who have student loan debts are 30 35 you know when do, yeah when do you buy magic cards people, but... when do you buy magic cards when yeah. you get your first job you're like well, oh my god i can afford this booster box right like, and on top of that like it was like the pandemic we didn't have them for we didn't have them for a while and everybody started spending money you got used you to didn't have it and you were getting money yeah <laughs> so i think and i i think that's also um one of the demographics of people who like you're not 
you're it's not only for super, middle and high end. Yeah, well, like, yeah, you're not super sure. well off. Like you're middle class, probably. Like there's a lot of middle class student loan debt. You're middle class, and you're looking to like spend some money and make some money, right? Like you have some that, extra income. Yeah, that prosumer range is that is that um, that category. So I think that that's a huge interest. So I think it's really cool because for people who don't have that, I do think there's going to be some really cool opportunities because not all the supply is going to come back to the market. Like I. I think like we turned this pretty quick. Um, I don't know. So I asked this to George and let me, let me leave you guys with, with a final question before we move on. I, I truly believe that there's, there's major downtrends coming and that not necessarily a negative thing. Maybe, maybe it's more of a regression to the mean, but do you, do you think that the people that choose to stay in the space find something like, the reserve list or are reignited to their love to something that they know is, is locked down. And again, I know Witzer should reprint it, whatever, but do you think that they trend towards that? Or do you think there's less faith in that because the whole community decides like, Hey, collectibles and cardboard just aren't for me anymore. Let me get out of here. I, so I am like, I'm, this is how, you know, I'm over, over committed to, collectibles in my like i'm this is how you know i'm overcommitted to collectibles but go ahead i am constantly haunted by the idea of like in 20 years do people really still with all the technology and whatever do people really still want physical products and every time i say that we get a million comments and a million people say you're an idiot everybody wants everyone's always going to want something physical and i think like for magic i do believe people will always want to sit across from each other and play the game because i'm a firm believer that people like commander not because they actually like playing magic but because they like like yeah like guys don't know how to sit down with three other friends and talk about life so they need to do something and like playing a game is a great way to do that yeah commander for sure yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, don't create competition. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Bad idea. No podcast for you. Um, no podcast for you. A year. Salt. <laughs> I don't want you to That's do cool. me. That sounds great. No. I'm do gloom. Let's go. When we all yeah, die, no, there's nobody to buy our stuff. No, I think it's true. Uh, I, <laughs> my I think daughter. Will, my I, daughter's I, getting all this stuff she doesn't want. Yeah. I mean, that, that'll be the thing. Like, like, are my know, magic cards like my grandma's like, like little like, Christmas figures? Is that what's happening right now? Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I mean, like that—that's a thing. Like they bought this stuff as investments, right? And like, and they Did went they? to zero. Yeah, they were like, "This will be worth a billion dollars one day." It wasn't. Um, I mean, like, grandma. What I also wonder. Oh god, this is all right. I'm not saying this is the case. I'm saying this could be the case. You're wondering about it. I'm wondering about this. When I was at the National Card Show, they had cases of boxes from 30 years ago that were $100, and they couldn't move them. There were probably 12 boxes, and the boxes were enormous. Sports, Couldn't correct? give them away. Junk they overprinted to oblivion. That's the junk wax error, right? Yep. Are we in that with TCGs? I think magic could dangerously be in, in that. I'm not as worried about magic as I am one other TCG. Well, like Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, that's a good one. So, like, Pokemon's super interesting because Pokemon's definitely printing more than they than they were 10 years ago. But, like, the demand is also greatly increased than 10 years ago. Like, I, I mean, like, but, like, that's not really true. The demand increased with COVID. Before COVID, Rudy shoved it in his ba- in his bathroom because he couldn't give it away. 
Mm-hmm. It's only during COVID and after Pokemon became the world's safest cardboard investment, <laughs> which I think is like comical, yeah. right? Like, the, the, like, like unlimited boxes, like five hundred dollars a decade ago. Like, it's a long time. It's yeah. not that long. <laughs> like, it's, it's not that long. Like when you're, it's a long time. It's not that long. I mean, like. The it's same thing very, with a, like, but, very, but George, the same thing recent that like Pokemon how, became known as the safe TCG. Ten years ago, ten ten years ago, a revised Dual Land was like twenty bucks. Okay, what is it today? Don't, don't remind me. Four hundred, several hundred. Okay, so like that—that's the case out across the board for collectible cards because and of the way that that I think I, it's a lot to do because of the way like the internet made it accessible for people. Oh, it's grown. Like there's a oh. lot of other factors that. Oh, that I remember hearing the same with Beanie Babies. Um, like uh, once we open up the world market, woohoo! All these all these little stuffies are going to the moon. Yeah, but the Beanie Baby like, story is, is terrifying. Like, here's the question: Like, are we living in the Beanie Baby era of cardboard? I mean, I, maybe, but I don't think it's Beanie, Beanie Babies came on so fast they didn't live around long enough for yeah. to have multitude of generations that were became indoctrinated in that yeah. culture. Right? TCGs yeah. have been around now where there's there's moms and sons, there's fathers and daughters that play TCGs together. Like that's being passed on. So I think that's going to be harder to break. I don't see the collapse being as as imminent. Yeah, and like people didn't live their life for t- for Beanie Babies, but like go to your go to my LGS night and you'll see people there who were there last night and they'll be there tomorrow night. And like yeah. this is what they do: they go to work, they go to Game Grove, they go to right. work, they go to Game Grove, they have so dinner with their family. Those little figures go- that your grandma left you when she died. What do they call them? Hummels. <laughs> they came out in 1935. Okay. There's generations that love those things. No clue. They're worthless. Yeah. And the internet came out. The internet came out. We can all but, now have access to all the hummels we want. Yeah, but TCG's. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying TCGs aren't headed in some negative direction, but TCGs also represent the ability to, to play a game. They are game pieces as well. So while yeah, they are collectibles, people want the they, awful Lotus because they want to play they, with it. Something. No, but it it adds a layer of connection to the item. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying I think we're going to get there. I'm just saying I don't think that risk is thought of as seriously as it should be. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's something I, I I've really thought about. But, like, I, it, that risk is far higher than people want to believe it is, I think. Yeah, and this is why you, if fair. you are investing in TCGs, you have to learn how to take profits and how to, like – Apart with the things, are that you in my love. warehouse? <laughs> uh, we've talked a lot about your TCGs, and there's not much profit discussion. <laughs> in, in fairness, and like, and this is like why, like, listen, you know who should invest in cardboard? Those who have already invested as much as they can handle right. in regular things. Yeah, for sure. 
not financial advice, but I would not put my all my monies into cardboards. That's her. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we done with downtrends? I think this will be something we probably are talking about the next couple months. Too. Put like, in your comment section below what your favorite Hummel is. And if you're a member of Josh's channel, we will read it aloud next week. I saw I wanna I wanna end with downtrends. That's dope. I saw yesterday a black lotus, an unlimited lotus for 10k on one of the Facebook groups. And it baffled me that the person in the top comment said, Would you sell this for nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars? Question mark. I I told my friend bet me that a lotus would never sell for under ten thousand dollars, and I want to prove him wrong. And and like that got me a little bit, which is like 10k for a lotus, I don't like that's that's cheaper than it's been in in quite but, a while. It like, didn't have a it... crease on the bottom, so like, oh, but is okay. yeah, but isn't Smart that out. a isn't that a a rude awakening for the indie TCG secondary market? Not Wakana. Yeah. Like the that, fact that, that anything could be considered close, like anything considered close, is so speculative and the most risky thought. So if you're if you're in this for values, yeah, it is certainly lots of speculation. It is also supply and demand, though. the The supply of an unlimited lotus is massive compared to what George is already laughing about about the comments with the the um the uh, uh the philosopher's stone from sorcery. All right. like, no, okay, the, that, that card is purchased at the price it is because of the work the lotus has done. Okay, and because I'll of the, about the that. demand for it. If there's a like, I say this. I say this as like the person who has believed the most in Lorcana on this podcast by a mile. There is no universe in which a card that's been printed for 15 minutes, sure, should be within shouting distance of the most important TCG card ever printed. Right, but I don't think that the Unlimited Lotus is the most important TCG card ever printed. It's the, a version of it. The it's Alpha Lotus. Sure. The Alpha Lotus is we know the print number number of it, eleven hundred. You can look at it and in metric it. Somebody saw one things. for ninety thousand. That's crazy. That's pretty cheap. Like I think any that ring entity, sale, man. Ugh. Any entity should, should not be anywhere close to the Alpha Lotus and Unlimited Lotus. The supply is it's large. It's it's I, a, listen. So like that. Man, I'm, I'm not I saying. Love, I'm not, I'm I not love Elsa. I love Elsa. I love Frozen. I I love all of Disney. Right, but do you want to like, build a snowman? The one of, one of the best songs ever made. Louis hates it probably. I, I um, sing that song to my daughter at least once a day. And like, but like, man, like a lotus should be in a different universe. I'm pretty close to that. But the like the difference with Lorcana, I, I guess we're in compared sorcery to Lorcana. Um, I was not doing that. Lor- right, we need to move on to the next topic. So we need to do. Lorcana wow, thank you, is not a timed print. It's not a limited print run. Like Lorcana, well, like the D twenty threes are sure. That's fair. And like, do, like that's something I think could see the pl- close to the price of a lotus because we we an unlimited lotus because we know the supply and it's just a supply and demand issue. We also, I will fully understand. Hold on, I want to fully understand that it's also highly speculative, and it's people looking to flip. That is a huge part of it too. 
every every I don't want to call it NDTCG. I don't want to get into this in your because you know your even though your Discord says NDTCG. That's hilarious. I'm uh, not changing that. By no, the way. of course not. I <laughs> screenshotted that it's after you yelled at me. Yeah, the yes, night the night of that like, I got off the podcast. Yeah. Every community says the same thing. We gotta we gotta factor in twenty years of yeah, growth. That, you don't. Today. Need to do that, That's yeah. why these cars are worth four thousand dollars. Well, like. What? Like, yeah. well, well, that mean that means it won't appreciate in value for twenty years because we've already priced that all in. That's not the way the market works. You know, like, what? sorry, there, there's a lot of communities that have learned that lesson the hard way, mm-hmm. uh, and like they're still learning it, and they'll continue to learn that lesson. Um, if they but stick like, around long enough. Yeah, I mean, like, I like the fact that any of these games have been printed for like two years, let alone two minutes are within sniffing distance of an unlimited Lotus should give everybody a lot of pause, I think. So we need to wrap this up, but uh, first edition Charizard and unlimited Lotus are very similar in prices. Like a a BG PSA eight first edition Charizard is about 10 K and an unlimited Lotus is about 10 K. And those print runs are are much closer and much more similar uh, to the ideas. And I think, if you look at like an indie TCG, perhaps something like a shatterless Charizard rather than like a first edition type thing would be an interesting. All right, we can get into that another time. Wilds yeah. of Eldraine release. How did it go for you, George? We sold. We sold a ton. Yeah. Um, I was surprised after you guys gave me the heart attack of my life two weeks ago. After you guys told me this set was going to be goat, and then told me it was going to be a dumpster fire, it, I was very anxious. Fire. People just don't seem to like really we sold it we sold a lot we sold about two-thirds of our everything sold out of set boxes which we really we've never sold out of set boxes that's one of my best takes yeah um the set boxes are in in people love doubling season yes george (laughs) welcome to 10 years ago people love doubling season listen listen are you gonna jump on them that's a fantastic take (laughs) thank you thank you poke a hole in that take go ahead (laughs) No, there's no hole. It's yeah, exactly. Doubling Great people love doubling hey, season do they, and Elsa like, and Simba. People, hey, people also they, love money. George, like they, money is good. Sunshine do, also great. Do they love parallel lives too? I don't know that card. Water. <laughs> I think they're pretty like big water. on water too. I got some sparkling. Um, so water right here. Uh, we had lower attendance uh, for this pre-release than any other pre-release in the last three sets. Lord, Lord of the Rings shouldn't count. Uh, what's the, March of the Machine though was higher than this. Um, Why does Lord of the Rings knock out? Because it was successful. More Lord of the Rings is completely, I think, a complete anomaly. An anomaly. It was massive. It an was anomaly. Huge. Anomaly. It's an anomaly. It was huge. Like we can't get out of anomaly. If, if we're gonna compare, <laughs> if we're gonna compare every standard release to the Lord of the Rings set, we're in for a a rough. No, I. Yeah. The fact that it's a standard release versus a non-standard release is a fair assessment yeah. there. It's also Lord of the Rings too. Like it was massive. Anyway, it's like um, the second greatest like, IP. Compared to March of Machine, we were a little bit lower. Uh, but the release timeline of this set is really weird too. Like right when all people go back to school is kind of a rough time for a set release, to be honest. Um. Oh, but, maybe for your location. I bet game stores in college towns are loving it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, good. Sorry. I was I was amazed 
And and I got a little nervous about my set booster box take with the enchanting tails and like it's going to carry the set booster box because the collector box really doesn't give you that reason to buy. We've talked about the difference between special foils and serialized cards and things that we actually take to as a collectible community. But man, oh man, even I did not realize how much people would like playing limited with this set to be able to get these in the draft booster box and cast these cards outside of the commander environment. That has been, from my experience, the talk of the town. And more so than selling boxes, it's been a while since I've heard that. How like the limited experience is a reason to like get out from behind the arena and go to the game store. You said the key word though, and that word is enchanted. Continue. <laughs> we had picking off of that, Josh. We had on Monday. We just open. We stayed open because it was Labor Day. For those of you who are not in America, it's a get some freedom, son. Yeah, it's a day off for everybody, I guess. Anyway, in the world, somebody shared somebody shared the history on it in a TCG group in Facebook, and I was like, I didn't don't, read it. I just, I just read passed it. by it. Don't read it. I just don't read it. By it. Uh, and then I made ribs. It's great. Um, what are you drinking? Is that the Mountain Dew alcohol drink? <laughs> what is it? Oh, you know what it is. I know. I don't. <laughs> I walked with booze. Can you show? I walked. I walked with my daughter up to the store. I saw it and I went, "Well, I have to get this." Oh my gosh! Zero sugar. That's amazing. Uh, It's it's keto friendly, Louis. (laughs) It's delicious. It's keto friendly. It's got no sugar. I'm here here with my diet coke. Um, Isn't there? Never mind. We're getting to. There's. Doesn't all alcohol have grain in it? I mean, yeah, but not like the they don't leave the grain in there. But it's, it's ma- not oatmeal. Oh, he's making this chewy beer in West Virginia. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like, oatmeal. It's like it's it tastes oatmeal like bread. <laughs> All right, sorry, I was distracted by the delicious looking Mountain Dew hard seltzer. It's they um, can it's put fantastic. that in the little fountain at Taco Bell's. That should be our sponsor, Mountain Dew. It seems oh like a good sponsor. That's if they had that in the fountain at Taco Bell, I'd never be sober and I'd never leave. Uh, we're spaz- Josh's we're spazzy enough. about limited we were open on labor day this is how we got to this tangent and uh we had a whole pot of eight drafting and we had a whole a bunch of people playing commander too but like we were just they were just playing commander and they're like hey we want to play more limited of you know they just started drafting and like that's never happened you know what i mean like people just like it people love doubling season <laughs> great take. um i think I that, the, that take <laughs> I think that the oh, that uh, tank. It's my, it is. I, I like prove it wrong. Prove it. I, Go ahead. I think that the uh, that's that subset is just perfect. Like magic needs to just keep that in every set. Like they well, need to continue to do a subset in every single set. Is this the the best way that they've done? We've talked about standard releases just being about commander, and it's just about this commander subset. But the Enchanting Tales subset and the Strixhaven Mystic Archive, and even to some extent the Brothers War artifacts, like that's the best way, in my opinion, to include Commander in a standard release. With the, instead yeah. of making a whole new set of cards in there and a whole new way to play Commander with new strategies and new mechanics and blah blah blah, let the Commander players dig into the actual cards of the set and give popular Commander reprints in these subset slots 
Yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think we're pretty, um, you and I are on the same page often with our conversation about Commander being the thing that Magic cares about the most. Uh, but actually somebody told me something pretty interesting the other day, which is they went to Japan. And in Japan, they like they asked the, the community, like, what is your, well, how do you guys play Magic? And their answer was like, all competitive. All the LGSs, they're all strictly competitive magic. They play standard and modern and draft. And I, Okay, it, they don't play standard, but like, sure. No, like that's what they said. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, well, like, shout, out, shout, out, shout out to Japan for holding up the entire standard God, player. The magic scene in Japan job. has to be wild just because of like the stranglehold of Pokemon in Japan. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, you have to be dedicated to be a magic player. Anyway. I wonder if it's like considered like an indie TCG in Japan. Like li- no, but like, like listen, there was a kitchen table TCG kimono. Would it like would it like in the in the Discord? Like would it have magic listed under indie TCGs? Well, first of all, if there was an indie, if there was a kitchen table TCG kimono, I would probably wear it on this podcast. I would also wear it. Why and are not you making mu- and, not, and not much else? I'd wear nothing else. Um, yeah, it would be a great podcast. My, May the zoo be with you. What I was trying to get into. some views, and we'd also lose oh. some views. Yeah, or <laughs> we are so fixated on Commander when we talk, uh, and in the United States being a very Commander centric thing. Do you think that Wizard sees that from a global perspective, the value of a lot of like the, the standard stuff, and that they impact that? I just, I guess, not really a question. Yeah, but I, I think yeah. maybe we are we are to focus on what's happening here and we just don't know what's going on in other countries and stuff. But I think for some games that might be fair. I don't think that's fair for magic. I think in, I think in magic there's the United States or at least, you know, maybe it's North America. I know that the magic scene across the globe is large. I'm not downplaying any of the magic scene, but I would imagine we are in the driver's seat of that seat and the product development and the yeah. purchasing of product. I, I would, I can't imagine we're not. We're in the it would be of PCGs and freedom. It would be super interesting to see those metrics and, and see how much that weighs in, but we'll never get them. No. Um, anyway, no. Wilds, Wilds was great. Wilds nope. was wild. I, listen, it's not selling as well as some of the other sets, but it is. I think this is a set we are going to, again, we're still going to look back on fondly. Yeah, I think a long-term set like this is probably one of the best of the year, in my opinion, for long-term collection. The set box is like in a year, in a year. You could see, you could convince me where people are like, yeah, give me a Wilds of Eldraine set pack. Why? An enchanting tail slot. It, and I know the enchanting. pull rates for the list slot for the Walking Dead are super low, but just like Lord of the Rings, like you buy it because why? It's it's in there. Like yeah. that's that's in your mind when you spend the money. I, I could see this set living on shelves really, really well. Yeah. Which is rare for a standard set. We don't buy them after they release. Kamigawa is the last one that I remember that was really continuously out of stock at Distro and like seemed to always move on TCG Player. I think the supply issues were probably part of that too back then. But that's had um, great cards in it too. Like yeah. just fantastic cards. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Doctor Who. We have some information from our sponsor of the video, um, who is not actually our sponsor, but we'll just keep that joke going. I really want so MVP Sports and Games is a secret distro, and they always leak out stuff. And they said something pretty cool. Uh, they claim that uh, we're gonna hop that fence, Louis. <laughs> they claim that uh, 
Doctor Who, whose opening allocations have been bizarre to say the least. Initial collector booster supply looks to be one-sixth of the normal supply. An example, tiny. Um, while Commander decks look to be 175%. So if you are anticipating things with their info, not our info, but with their info, um, Commander decks look to be high supply, 175%, and Collector boxes super light. So George, do you anticipate that this might be one of the first sets in a while that we get allocated on Collector boxes? No. No? Uh, so it'll be time. So we won't, won't be big cuts, is my gut. I guess only there's a lot of demand. You think stores are going to order light? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What? You I think, think there's a lot of demand light? for the Doctor Who Commander I mean, product. Stores are going to order light. I'm there, George. That's Josh, by the way. I'm. That's George, very. But. That's very different than there not being a lot of demand. Let's let's go back. Do you not think there's going to be a lot of demand that's for the not Doctor at all Who product? People, stores order based on what they think their demand will be. Uh, uh, you bingo. Stores order what they think no, the demand stop. is going to be. Like there is nothing. Like, if we can all anticipate demand and we're all constantly so, aware, then I got to have a word with Ravensburger. God, this is, uh, we, could, we could have only discussed Lorcana. We could have I, discussed I gotta Lurkana. have a word with if if everyone else Lurkana can know their go, demand Lurkana and Ravensburger's go, got no freaking clue. I gotta have a word with Ravensburger. So I uh, so for me, have another I, sip there, Mountain Dew boy. Relax. I actually ordered the exact same <laughs> that I always order for the set. Which initially my answer was nobody cares about Doctor Who, and. <laughs> And then your like, comment section, like mine, quickly corrected I mean, you. I don't care about yeah. my comment section. I think my comment section is just some Doctor Who community who caught it window by video and was like, we have to defend this stupid show that nobody actually watches. You think you're popular enough to be on the radar of the Doctor Who community? You got nothing better ego. to do. They watch the Doctor of, Who. The two of you are <laughs> wild. Your egos know no bounds. Uh, no, but I the real reason... Like- Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't done. No, go ahead. The real reason is that... <laughs> that was Ford... the best way to defend being cut off I've ever seen. I wasn't done. Hold on, boo-boo. Sorry. Um, I, the decks are also 40% new cards. And, like, I'm going to crack them open for singles. That's what I'm doing. Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> it's like, always the choice of coin flip. Are you going to is... be happy or mad? <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is like I don't know. We have we have 160, right? It's is it five decks or four decks? I think it's four decks, right? We have 160 new cards coming into the the, the world of Magic. Like this is gonna be the single cards are gonna do I think pretty well and be interesting. I don't know anybody. Nobody at my store cares. I don't know anybody who's like Louie, I want that Doctor Who Commander deck that I want to sit down at my LGS. And Why play. is Grandma buying a Doctor Who Commander deck from you? Is that, how, is that, how, is that the how people, people who watch Doctor Who? That the show is that so how old. British people talk in your mind? Is that what this yeah. is? Probably. That's pretty fair. <laughs> anyway, uh, like, yeah, I, I think Spurs will go light on this. Okay, we might get cut a little bit. I just don't think it'll be big. I think. Listen, I think stores are going light on magic product compared to where they yeah. were before. It, it and it only bites you in the butt if it's Lord of the Rings. And like, if yeah. you're a store and you're looking at that value well, proposition, you're like, I guess I'll lose that time yeah, bingo. and not that's lose the other times. It's like you know, like that's the math Watsy has set up, right? Is that like, yeah, 
it, it, it punishes you too hard to go heavy when you should have gone light. Yeah. So do you, we assume then that Watsy knows that supply, that demand will be lower. So they print. Everybody lots. knows their demand, Louis. Or Silly they Louis. want, or they want it, or they want to like have artificial scarcity. Because these boxes are everything is priced to Lord of the Rings, I believe. It's the same price point for collector boxes. It's no, I didn't think so. I'm pretty sure Doctor Who collector boxes are closer to standard. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. the it's the commander decks. Are the, the commander decks price. are Warhammer standard command, not the baller ones. I'm pretty sure. I'm price. pretty sure they're the same price as the. Lord of the Rings ones were okay, which was less than Warhammer. Sure, is that right, George? I think yeah. that's the way it was. Okay, okay. Um, so that kind of suggests to me that the power, like, if if they think the demand for the IP is going to be lower, uh, I don't think it's anything to do with the IP. I think it has everything to do with just like where the market's at. Hmm. Well, that that might be a reason again why stores order lighter, but. I think this product might be giving us exactly what we want to see in future Magic the Gathering sets, Which right? It's giving us a heavily and available, heavily printed available product that everyone can play with, and something for people who want to spend an extra buck and take a shot at something crazy, something spicy, and that is again, according to the the information in this article, limited and harder to come by. Now, again, if the 1.75 and 60%, if the base number of that is 400 million, none of it will matter, right? But it's, I, I really think this is, this could be a nice balance. And I think this actually shapes out really well. Yeah. You don't think so? I think so this I, set's going to be do great. I think this set does good as long as the cards are cards that non Doctor Who fans say, oh, I have to have that for my, you know, my control deck, my commander control deck, I need that card. It's a new staple in commander. Like if there's that kind of stuff, this set will do really well. I don't believe in the Doctor Who IP to sell something as much as the like as much as the other stuff, right? Like as much as a typical magic product. Or, sure. I do think there will be a considerable amount of magic fans who don't buy this because they don't care about Doctor Who. So they're not gonna buy a Doctor Who Commander deck. I, I think, think a lot be, of those people exist. I think we'll be surprised. Uh, sure. Th- I think those people exist, but I think we'll be surprised with the number of crossover. And this is something that I don't think any of us accounted for. I was shocked by one of the crossover. Yeah, exactly. The number yeah. of people that are like, listen, I'm a Doctor Who fan, but why do I talk about it here with you guys all the time? That's not my thing. Like, we're here to play magic. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. See, I wasn't surprised by Warhammer, and I wasn't support- surprised by Lord of the Rings, because they're both like a fantasy... <laughs> They're both like a fantasy. You, your revisionist. You history? predicted Lord of the Rings to be possibly the best-selling magic set of all time. Did I do that? No, no. I, you weren't surprised. So I assumed you did. No, you, I, I said I'm not surprised that people of who play Magic the Gathering liked Lord of the uh, Rings stuff or people understand. Who, not uh, I thought you were saying you weren't surprised about the success of Lord of the Rings. I was like, wow, that's. You you and Ravensburger, you, you guys get it. That's what I'm saying. My point is that people don't, like, people they who who play Magic probably enjoy something like Lord of the Rings. And certainly sure. Warhammer, there's yeah. a ton of crossover because you're in an LGS and you see people playing Warhammer or you play another game. It's it's the same kind of yeah. but like it's My bad. Not, Great take. It's My not bad. completely removed from the fantasy world that you are supposedly playing in. I yeah. think that's why people didn't like the... Um, 
initially the you just mentioned it the uh the walking the walking dead stuff because it was like this is happening in 2000 the year 2000 in the united states why is this guy here in my commander game i think that's a good take until that point I apologize. I thought you were saying something different. I was like, if you're going to try to throw yourself into the, I always knew the Lord of the Rings was going to be this massive success. I was jumping all over that grenade. But I think the reason people didn't like The Walking Dead Josh, is... Josh has got the the assassin in the night. This is good. Well, listen, I'm right about a lot of stuff. What do you want What do you want from me? This podcast should be yeah, called I'm Right. I know you're a lot more, uh, you're a lot more with it. The, this podcast should just be three prideful people talking. <laughs> Yes, it is. that's fair. It is just that. George, it unfortunately, is. if you think this can is affecting me, you've grossly overestimated how much I've actually drank. Sorry. The Walking Dead, though, did not make a splash <laughs> because... It's like you're like, I'll show you. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> like, I just, what just I've happened? been talking. I've been talking the whole time. <laughs> Never mind. The Walking Dead didn't <laughs> succeed not because of the 2000s in America. It didn't succeed because you got five or six cards that didn't exist in the universe. Lord of the Rings and Doctor Who present a completely different experience for the consumer. You're playing in that universe. When you buy the the Lord of the Rings Commander decks or play Lord of the Rings Limited, everything is in that world. When you buy the Walking Dead character for your Commander deck, it's you play Rick's Steadfast Leader and then Smothering Tithe. And you're like, well, none of this makes any sense, right? But hold on, on, but like, a let's say a doctor who card called doctor number 43 i I just heard they were numbered right is is a two cost uh black blue uh if it's really good commander staple that now if i have a uh the new fairy deck that i've upgraded and i want to go on out i'm like oh that's like the best card for my deck now yeah. in my fairy tribal deck i'm playing a doctor who card that and is that will move number 43 that, that will move that card but what's going to initially bring people in and make the product a welcoming experience is the notion that like you're going to have this world that you're playing in like listen we saw it with warhammer we right. saw, how many people have kept the warhammer decks together how many people in, keep in the lord of the ring sets that. Yeah. and stuff together we're going to see that here and that's going to go a lot farther and the reason the walking dead didn't go any further is it doesn't have that home okay i seriously i i agree i agree okay um this is a wild one i think doctor who has the potential to be one of the coolest sets in terms of like, if the cards are good, like 40 new commander cards in each set, there's a lot of potential there and the supply seems smaller. It also though, I think has the the potential to be the biggest failure of the year. Like, I I don't know that there's a middle ground for the doctor. Well, hold on. Aftermath was released this year. Listen, aftermath has Nisa and like, you can just crack all your aftermath and make your money. You can't. Some of us did it. What's in the cup? More Mountain Dew. That's the second one. <laughs> that was a, the the fact that you think this could be worse than Aftermath is the oh, Louis absolutely right. I very rarely say that. I mean, like, I don't expect that, but like, Aftermath if, wasn't that bad, dude. No, I mean, like, the if, supply was so limited, it didn't really affect stores. Like, well. Like, if the decks are bad, this is a disaster. Yeah. Like, 
the decks have to be good and fun. Like this, this isn't hard. It's a commander. I mean, it's a commander deck set, right? I mean, like that's what the set lizard dies by. Is those decks? Okay. So there's 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 no chance. There's 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 oh, not buddy. a single chance. Here we go. Here we go. go this for is it. worth saying. Everybody, that's clip insane. this. This is where we break down. Yeah, right before we talk about Arcana. <laughs> that's insane. What? That's the what that you, this set could be worse than Aftermath. That's the like, wildest take I've ever but heard. Josh, you're talking to two store owners, right? When I yeah. when I got uh, Aftermath, uh, surprisingly still, I was I was heavily out. I was really allocated on Aftermath. Like they, like the number of boxes they printed was low. It it didn't lose me. Like I didn't lose a ton of money. If this well, worked, that's based this, on. So your decision for Aftermath was easy to make. Like great. No, but like I don't this is the... a bigger thing. This is more expensive. It's 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 uh it's a wider release. It's huge. It's this is, could be another Commander Masters type thing where I I lose 10 grand. Like that's what this could be. And like I don't look back on Aftermath with anger and frustration and sadness. I look at it with laughter like why the heck did they do this? It was stupid. Like it didn't I work. I think they it. sold like 10 boxes it, of Aftermath. It didn't work for anybody, but it didn't kill anybody either. Like this is a this has potential to be really bad. Yeah. I, I guess if if that's the metric. My point is the I mean this is not going to undersell Aftermath. Warhammer 40k worked because the decks were really good. That's an interesting one. Will it, will it undersell Aftermath? There's not a chance. I've. You're, it no. won't undersell Aftermath, but like that's it has, Im- like that's the literally impossible. Like what price, right? The question is like, what price does it? Yeah. Oversell, undersell. Listen, from my side of the counter, that's not what I'm worried about. Right? Doctor Who fans, consumer. Oh, sorry. Continue. No. <laughs> As a consumer, what? I'm just. I'm. I'm not worried. Most consumers, I can imagine, are not worried about your margins. They're worried about can I buy the product at a price I'm comfortable with, and is all are all my friends buying it and playing it? That's what they care about. I would argue that those are the same things. If all your friends are buying it and caring about it, then it's working well for the store. But I was just telling you that you're talking to two store owners. That's the perspective we come from. Is like I don't look at aftermath with a negative, and really, I don't think you do because you probably didn't buy any. Like you kind of looked at it the same way. Like I just bought March the Machine. They had serialized cards in there. What do I need this? Set I bought some has... aftermath for the shelf just because the box shape is fun. Yeah, the epilogue um, boosters. But like in in aftermath's defense, it reprinted Training Grounds, which was a card that a lot of people liked, and it Nissa, that Nissa is super good and super popular. Like it did provide some good cards, and if this provides good cards, it'll be fine. So it'll be interesting. All right, let's move on. Sorry to all the Doctor Who fans. You can unsubscribe because. Like there's probably no, three. subscribe there's probably... here, but become a member of Josh's channel. Continue, Josh. There's like three of them, so that's fine. Oh, never mind. All right, no, Speak. that's fine. Go, still go. There, still go. Become a member. That, tri- is... that triples my monthly income. Let's go. There is as many Doctor Who fans as there are Lorcana boxes printed. <laughs> Let's transition to Lorcana. I don't know. <laughs> you know my favorite Taylor song. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. But me oh, and oh, oh, sorry. I'm supposed to start with all, we're all gonna the things do I was wrong about, wasn't I? It's shake, 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 Dude. shake. I'm going to shake it off. Do Baby Lokana is going nuts, as I predicted. Uh, as, as crazy as Beyonce's new tour. No, way crazier. <laughs> Queen B. Um, like, Queen B. Lurkana has captured a lot of the a lot of the attention of the markets. Has it captured a lot of the players? There's a hundred thousand games played a week on their on their unofficial online client, which has the art if you download the art pack. 
Um, and like, that's amazing. A hundred thousand games a week. That's astonishing for like I unauthorized love- app. Another authorized I love that you thing. logged into that app and saw the cards. We're like, why is it dirty? Why pictures? is there no artwork? Why is there no pictures? <laughs> when uh, you told me that story, I almost lost it. I thought I didn't know there was a separate thing for the art. I almost lost. Like you gotta read the whole document. I don't George. read. So I have the Louis the, George uh, story. I have mm-hmm. the Lorcana um, compared to Magic: The Gathering. So, Josh, how's how's Lorcana selling? Out of guess, was it doing all right? You don't want to know. I do want to know. No, you guys ostracize my sales data every single week. You absolutely what? don't want to know. That is Louis. not true at all. God, you are when it doesn't when it doesn't go Louis' way. Louis says, well, I don't think like Louis tonight. Player you are, is fair. I don't think that's fair. That's what Louis does. Over a million dollars in sales. A million dollars in sales, man. As of the most recent tally, that's it like, has actually like, outsold Wilds of Eldraine draft set and collector. That, that's like a thousand boxes, right? It has outsold Wilds of Eldraine, Draft Set, and Collector. Combined? Mm-hmm. Is that true? Wait, hold on. Lorcana, Lorcana Booster Boxes, Gift Sets, and Illumineer's Trove, at the point of the last tracking, which was earlier today, has is currently outselling by number of boxes, Draft Set, and Collector for Wilds of Eldraine. Really? On TCG Player. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. That shocks me. Uh. I have struggled to say it into a microphone. I have checked and rechecked my system repeatedly because I figured something had to be wrong. Somebody fact check this man. I figured something had to be wrong. Are you serious? Yes. That's crazy. So what does that tell you? I, listen, it tells me that the demand is there at insane prices. Like everyone who comes in well, here and says, like, "I'm sorry," is it has it outsold by number number of boxes? Number of price? boxes. Number I of mean, like, boxes. That's super surprising. That's and not even like that's a that's a. What is the number of boxes? It's it's a little over five thousand right now. It's a little over, and for those that want to get into my comment section, there's only been five thousand. Yep. Uh, TCG player. Wh- no, on, wild just on TCG. Drain. Draft set and collector, Draft including set case. and collector boxes yep. sold. There's only been five thousand combined on TCG Player. Yep. Yes. That's super weird. That's crazy. In, including cases as well. So, and when I say draft set and collector, I mean draft case collect and cases for Magic. Again, they're not super popular. People don't really buy by the case on TCG Player, right? Okay. But, so. Yeah. Wow, that's really shocking. I'll be honest. I did not the, expect to hear they had more sold than the Magic set. It's it's a little bit of vindication when it comes to people who are screaming into the ether, in my comment section especially, that it is all scalpers and all flippers. If it is all scalpers and all flippers, nobody's you're you're not scalping and flipping at these prices. Because Ravensburger has openly said we want to print this thing to the moon. We want it available. We want $144 boxes. So this is the close the closest parallel is Louis's favorite game, One Piece. Were like they couldn't catch up the demand for about a year until they did, right? Um, like I don't see them catching up to demand this year. Yeah, no, twenty twenty three. Hold on, can I say before we get too far away from what Josh just said about the you're not you're not flipping this. First off, I want to say the demand is certainly a large amount of organic demand of people who actually want the cards. That I want to make sure God. I I want to say that out there. Um. They also, though, 
I'm not going to say, but <laughs> see how I work around that. But they also they did come out and say, we will not have boxes until October. So if you are a, if you are a flipper, you have really no fear of more boxes coming out anytime soon. That's not accurate. So MJ Holdings said that they're kind of, well, they did not say this, but we see them dripping out boxes every week still. We also to, see Ravensburger's site creating queues and selling boxes direct from it's Ravensburger every single that, day. It's unclear if they had boxes today or not. Yeah. Um, okay. I think they might have That's, had boxes. Okay. But the large... Um, the still, large, they're coming out of the woodwork. Right. But the large resupply that they are publicly announcing on their Twitter yes. is in October. So yeah. if you are a... Listen, there are... I know there's organic demand. You ought, you can't say that but, there's not you can't say that there's not flippers in the communities that are doing that. We we have seen that. We have all seen the You can't the, say that there's not flippers in any game. Right. I, I totally yeah. agree with you. Um but from a flipper perspective, like there there's no there's out. no short term in the next six three weeks, four weeks, there's no short term risk to buying up the product and and selling it again in Oh uh, well, so hold on, hold on, hold on, boo boo. Now, I, tell me, I see tell me where, what the risk is. Demand goes I, down. I hold on. I see where you're coming from, but not only does demand go down due to frustration of the prices, but people decide I'm just going to wait for the wait. restock. Yeah. yeah, right. Like I, I don't, I don't want. I don't want to buy this product till it comes out. Ravensburger said I want to print enough of it. Maybe I have to wait six months. Maybe I got to wait eight months. Whatever it might be, I'm willing to wait to not pay a three X multiplier with all the art on it. <laughs> you got the name right this Gosh, time can too, we dude. Give You're them crushing. The, can we give them the background of this joke, this inside joke that we were joking about? So I am very impressed with Pixel Born doing a hundred thousand games a week. I think this like to me. You know how we talked about sorcery, and I said like when beta comes out in 2025, it will thing. not matter what box prices are, all that matters is how many games are being played. The same is true for Lurkana. Tell me if people are playing the game, and I'll tell you if it's a success or not. So like the most impressive stat to me about Lurkana, by a mile, is the number of games being played. You see all these new gameplay video channels being made, all this stuff. All tons. over the place. And tons Fine. of these. Uh, shout out to Donald, George's favorite one of no. my friends. No, we're moving uh, on. Who got 500 views on his video. He's... It, he has never had a video go over like 200 views. Lorcana is going nuts on the view. He makes you a little game, but He was stoked about it. He was stoked. Yeah, of about course. Lorcana's goat. Um, go subscribe to his channel and join his channel membership. Uh, uh, he doesn't have a channel membership. <laughs> I only, only pump you and George. You're, 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 you're on the board. I added you to the board last week when George was out uh, what, of town. What, what, is my, what is my, what do I get from it? What's the, uh, Lackey. your title? Lackey. Uh, <laughs> um, and so I was talking about how I hopped on Pixelborn, but I, I first thought it was German. That's, not what, you, that's, not, that's not what uh, you called it. Yeah. I called it Pixelborn. Thought it was yeah, German. Pixelbon. Not German, I found out. Not German. Shout out to Germany. Didn't even uh, go with Pixelbjorn. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was like, I thought it was like, I thought it was like that, that, like the thing from Frozen, like Svelte or whatever his name is from Frozen. Um, Sven, Sven. And so. God, God that was rough. This is like and, my box opening video. And so then, rough. and then, like, I was, was like, yeah, they don't have any of the artwork. And then apparently you have to download the artwork separately to play the game, to have the artwork on your card when you play. I did not do that. Um, okay. You know what the most amazing part of those stats is? 
over 30,000 unique user accounts yeah. as of two as of two weeks ago. And the application issues you a warning. If you install the application mm -hmm. on a Windows machine, it issues you a warning saying Windows cannot verify this software. And I people are still like, it was okay, Josh, I'll be honest. I almost told you. People are still like risking it. I get my I get Arcana in. Risking it, going for it. That knowing what it takes to get an ad, to get a user to download, install, and use an application, and then to get them to tell their computer, no, I'm sure it's fine. Trust me, is amazing. And um, also, like the Play Discord is now bigger than any indie TCG Discord. The third-party app, Sworn so. Discord itself, is well. It's, it might be bigger than all of them combined. I, I mean, like so. it's stunning. It's not an like, It's just, it's just, even though according to your Discord, it is. Uh, it's just like the game's been out for five minutes, and like it's already capturing a lot of this attention. Um, so, like, here's the test. There's two tests for me. Like, let's talk. Let's talk about going forward. There's two tests. Do people continue to play the game in three months? And also, we have seen set. We have seen game after game fumble the second set. <laughs> yeah. The second, the follow-up act is really hard for TCGs. Right. Will they nail the second set? I think they will. I know Louis will talk about the guy making WWE or something again. But, like, I tend, when you talked about the designer made the WWE game, oh, you didn't like okay. it very much. Uh, I tend to think that the designers will nail the second set. Um, we know that Winnie the Pooh will be in it, we think, based on the leakies from France. Shout out to Lorcan of France. Um, we're pumped. We're pumped. Lurkana community doing great. Game right. is goat. I have some crow to eat. First, I want to give the channel Scruffy Looking Gaming, because I should have said that earlier. So if you want to subscribe to, to Donald's channel, he does have good deck decks. Anyway, um, I have some crow to eat. I want to say a couple things. I got wrong. Um, I thought that they were going to have to print an out outrageous number of boxes in order to support. One of the things I said on the podcast was that boxes are going to come down way down in price because they will have to print an outrageous number of boxes and sell them to distro in order to make up for the cost of the licenses and stuff for Disney. I think I got that so wrong. It was like the exact opposite. I don't fully understand how they, how they got the demand for the product. They like they must have thought the demand was going to be incredibly lower because they seem like surprised. They, they seem scrambling. very surprised. Yeah, they, they, that's a great word. They seem to be scrambling, which like, listen, I'm not sure which one of those is better. Uh, I think, though, like the demand for this, I you can't say, look at I got it on their screen. This is Pokemon compared to Lorcana. And last week it was the same. Like the, the fact the, that you're putting Google trend charts up just makes me I can't believe this is happening. Can't believe yeah. this is thing. Google Trends is the only thing that matters, right? Uh, I can't believe this is happening. Lorcana compared that, to Magic reliable? Lorcana compared to Magic the Gathering. Lorcana was double Magic the Gathering search last God. week. But here's what I want to say. Like, goat, goat, goat. I, I am I, I want to eat crow on that because I did think that was a big issue. Um I do want to say though. I think that this is a very, very high risk, short term invest investment. I think it's non-existent. It's a well, terrible let investment. Let me just let me say it. Sorry, Sorry. I, I still think the the investment is non-existent, non-existent long term, until, until like they have to keep this if they want to be a, a TCG and they want to 
satiate the demand and grow this, they have to get boxes. And you can't have your second set without the cards from the first we set. We don't know that. We don't know that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so well, I, I, I do think, though, Josh made me clue on, on this earlier today. If the like the seal missing from the box is a huge deal, but if they do start sealing the boxes, are sealed cases of the first wave that is unsealed? Is that the bread and butter <laughs> of the collectible market? <laughs> buddy, buddy, shh, my friend, my brother in cardboard, stop talking into a microphone. <laughs> Is shout that, out Switzerland! Shout that, out Switzerland! Switzerland is goat. Is that, is that the secret? Um, my real fear, though, is how do they keep this excitement going? Um, like, I don't. I I just like I, I, my argument the whole time for the last year has been like people just love Disney. Like, there's a there's automatic hype built into every set. Like, people will want the characters of the next set. Mm -hmm. Like, people love Disney. So, do you you think that that continues um, if people can't sit down and actually enjoy the game? I I know the the online client is going crazy and there's a bunch of stuff, whatever. If people can't actually sit down and play the game with their friends and have that real-life experience, do you think that that loses some of their lightning lightning in a bottle that they're going to miss out on or not i think there's there's a moment when they will lose the trust and that will be when it falls apart right now they get the benefit of the doubt because we trust that they're going to fix this stuff and we're talking this a lot we're going to talk a lot about this in the sorcery section like i have a lot of thoughts on the sorcery delays surprising i know um but like i like and ravensburg right now has a ton of trust built up like they built a good product, they got the right they got the right licenses. Like they have a lot of built-in capital, social capital that they've spent some of with some of these issues. When that balance goes to zero, people are like, "I don't trust you're going to give us boxes on time. I don't trust you're going to give us the right number of boxes. I don't trust you're going to choose the right characters." Then it could fall apart. But so far, they seem to have done the right things overall. They've produced a good game. And so, like, they've earned a little bit of leeway. And also, like, and I'll say this again, like, I have no clue how many boxes they should have printed. If you told me they were out selling magic on TCG Player, I would have thought you were crazy. Yeah. yeah. I would if have you, thought If you would have told crazy. me that magic only sells 5,000 total boxes of a standard set on now, TCG Player. It, that, the last week, this week in magic normally goes crazy. Okay. You sure. see, uh, you okay. see, thirty-five to fifty percent of the entire pre-release and sales up in this last week, I mean, like before okay. official release. I never would have thought that. Like, keep in mind, like, I was, I am, I was, and am very bullish on Lurkana. I never thought that we'd be talking, comparing them to Magic and Pokemon numbers on set well, number one. That's well, amazing. The medium is even more interesting. I think you guys are missing the biggest aspect of where it's selling. We talk all the time. What does Lorcana do? It speaks to the wide audience. Mm-hmm. But where are these boxes selling? These boxes are selling on TCG Player. Well, who's frequenting TCG Player? Not Lorcana's primary audience. I They're would also imagine. selling on eBay though. And you can see no, this but in the, price the sales data is 
but the sales right. data. You're the right. volume is just yeah. yeah. Yes, the volume is people like us, which is not Lorcana's primary target. But Louis, I want to push back on something you said, and this is something Lorcana does better than a lot of games we've discussed in the past. There really isn't a lot of care, or it seems to be a lot of care about the high level or competitive scene or prizing. They don't care. And the reason I think Lorcana has a little bit of leeway in the are people going to get frustrated when they can't sit down in person and play the game take is because I, I've played now double digit games with just the two starter decks. Mm. I have. And with a four set a year model, it's enough to keep me interested. I still have fun with the characters. I find that I can connect through cardboard with people who otherwise wouldn't be open to the idea. Yeah. I, I'm more willing to play those type of games. And then you move on to the next thing, play the new characters and things like that. So even the starter deck experience, when it's tied to something you have this nostalgic love for, and it's something that, listen, we all have, are constantly trying to get people who don't like trading card games into like the things that we like. And if that becomes a way to do that, we're only going to love it more. So I'm less locked in on that concern than, as you, than you are. But I do agree. Ravensburger has dropped the ball, what feels like repeatedly with this game. And it's succeeding in spite. It's just still yeah. going crazy. I, I agree with I think I agree with what you're saying. I, and I, listen, like, I certainly agree with the, the deck thing. Like, I got my mom and my sister to play a trading card game. That's a, that's a, a feat that I have been trying to do since I first played Magic yeah. in 2000. You should, get a, you should get a medal. <laughs> that was good. Um, uh-huh. uh, so I want to end the, the lore kind of say, do you guys have anything to say before I say something? And to well, close. Am I going to respond to your nonsense? or am I, is it you, right? It's not nonsense. I think the biggest... George and I have disagreed a lot on Lorcana historically on the podcast. We have been talking this week. We have been very, since the podcast two weeks ago, George and I have been very intentional in our communication with each other. Oh my God. Uh, Are people, I didn't bully you like last week, like Josh did. I can't <laughs> believe that comment. That was the wildest thing. I heard you were a bully. Do you, do you remember when we used to pull a comment at the end of the video and talk about it? That was the the closing crazy comment section. That yeah. was the best Gosh. segment of any podcast. That was, that was the so best much podcast. That was the best, that was the podcast. best podcast. Um, Those were viewers loved it. <laughs> we had it got you know, it got comparable a, numbers. Yeah, we had as many viewers. You did as, not. We've done the math on this. We did. We did. It's comparable. Um, anyway, uh, I think that. I, I I almost said something I was going to regret, Josh. The I best part of this is my audio just cut out when he's going on whatever rant he went on. <laughs> nope, great. didn't do it. I always was comparing Lorcana to magic and like that they were going to be competing with magic and Pokemon. And I think the conversation about is, is Lorcana an indie TCG two weeks ago made me also realize like you guys saw this as something that was competing with more of the games that we, other types of games that we had talked about a lower, lower end on that. And like, I thought that they were going to have to print. I thought they were going to have to print into a magic Pokemon esque number scene. And that was going to take them far longer to grow the, um, the player base to that. And I think that's where I, my disconnect was and where I went wrong is like, they seem to have done the opposite of that printed to what a, an indie TCG, like some of the top indie TCGs we've talked about are printing. And like the demand is just skyrocketed way beyond that. And so I think that's where I got things super wrong is like the way that people view the game is I, 
you know, that, anyway, that's why I feel it, it. It lives outside of the rules of all these other trading card games. And I get this all the time. Josh is so he loves Lorcana, but he doesn't understand. Like, no, I understand what I think people like that don't understand is they live in our world. And I'm trying every day to accept this is it lives outside of my world. And the reason for its success is because it goes wider than my trading card game. What I've always accepted as someone who bounces around and likes a lot of trading card games, it just goes wider than that. But I want to end the I want to end this segment on some kind of fud. So if you had a, if you want to respond to that, you can go ahead. But I, I want to end on some fud. George, you have a response to me? No, I'll I'll hold off until Josh is done putting <laughs> up the goat. <laughs> so as one of you know Lorcana's premium and prominent content creators Not a myself wow. I like I like to I like to stick to the truth well if you're gonna do it with sorcery I'm just gonna pick the better game like dude I'm I am not a content creator that's oh! what I'm gonna, don't, don't worry no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it creator, I'm just gonna do I'm my saying. I'm just gonna do my I don't thing I call myself the premier content creator for sorcery. first of all I, I said one of the creator. one of the First of all, and I listen, I don't get any other validation from my YouTube channel, so let me talk about it like it's real. Okay, back off, man. If they are using so much effort and so much energy to go back and be like, oh, no, we underprinted the first set so much and getting filling up all this extra time reprinting the first set and they're a four set of your game. Is this going to affect the print run of set two and possibly set three? Are we going to consider to see Ravensburgle? fumble and underestimate their demand i, or, that, or, I think that's the wrong question. The question i don't think they have enough time i don't think they can ask the question is can they get enough print time yeah that's, that's what i'm question. saying i don't yeah their the initial bumble is going to cost them for sets to come pokemon is, is printer if lorcana starts if lorcana starts printing in china george is gonna like split in two on the podcast he's actually gonna split down the middle in two and the podcast is gonna be george arguing with himself one of my first <laughs> ones i go to is disneyland <laughs> in china that's my favorite timeline 100 percent. it's just Whatever gonna be george, says, I, george. Said, I want to be very clear here i'm it's gonna be Bob. george and george just go back and forth the other thing other thing i got wrong is disney support them being in the Disney stores, huge. I mean, I don't think I necessarily got wrong. I think really what I said is like, show me when they do that and like prove to me that they'll do that and it will be successful. Is, I think the phrase that I use. I think it was maybe might have been successful even if that didn't happen, but it has 100% helped. Yeah, that might be fair. But like, yeah. I think like having Disney support fully and not just being a licensed game was a question mark that we had six months ago. We didn't know exactly how it was going to work yeah. out. Like they didn't put. Remember when they we saw the card back and there wasn't the Disney logo, and we right. were like, "Oh, is this just a like a license thing, or is Disney going to be up the back of that?" And like being in Disney stores, like, and somebody said at my store, when they do Disney promo day, like a, a Disney promo day at stores, where like that's the only time, like that's going to go crazy. Like that type yeah. of stuff's going to be nuts. So you um, you did say to your credit, you're like, if this ever shows up on like Disney Plus as like an ad, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's that's where I am. So, yeah, yeah, I, I just think it's a lot different than than what we anticipated, and so, cool. You just said that you didn't think it was going to be competing with Pokemon and Magic, and now it is. You don't think that's fair? I'll be very intrigued if that keeps up with the coming with po- Pokemon. Like, so you can't I can't compete with Pokemon I, and Magic. I have thought too. I have thought too much the last forty eight hours about like Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, George, I don't want to get into it with this podcast. George, it's already like midnight. We're going to we talk, talk about, about that next week, week probably. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on because I, I want to. We gotta go.
Um, I want to hear about the Scooby last week. What, what did you say about sorcery last week? I yeah, so it. I was wrong, everyone. I want to come out and say another reason I was wrong. Last week I was... Wait, I was is here. BGS accepting, applica- accepting cards yet or not? They That's are, all I need to know. They are. BGS okay, and CGC are official. Every time you say that into a microphone, it goes poorly. Are you sure about this? Yeah, are you sure? Are you well, sure? Listen, no, wrote in the comment section below. They announced it. So uh, oh, okay. The other thing I got wrong was that... Uh, so, uh, remember last week when I was like, Sorcery's doing a really good job of keeping things Sorcery gets it. They get well, it. They they they're delaying uh, beta, <laughs> which is embarrassing um, for them and also for me now. So that's great. Well, it's embarrassing for you, <laughs> sure. So, can I ask you a question? Do you think they're giving you bad information to humiliate you on this podcast? They didn't no? give me any information. I just trusted Rudy. Rudy screwed me, buddy. I guess you know. He he thought maybe I was going to pull a stone and he I was going to be a real sorcery creator and he was oh he was getting scared. Um. All right, so it's delayed until November. October, right? November tenth. Oh, November tenth. Yeah, October was. Oh God, is that uh, when's, when's wait? When does Lorcana's second set come out? No clue. Is that November? Are they going to be able to? Play I think it, now that you say it out loud, it might be close. I think it's November seventeenth. I thought that's crazy. What is that face for? I, mono a mono, baby. The, um, I don't. I don't think these games are competing in the way that. Well, you even, if they're not competing, I every game is competing, right? I mean, that's every right. game is competing for space. So right. I so do think part of the delay for sorcery was wrapped around the others. Like they have the, a lot of other announcements in that same thing, right? You have your TCG player announcement. You have mm-hmm. um, like, and if TCG player needs the space, like the other big one is the Lord of the Rings release for Magic is November third, I believe. Nobody that. Huh? Uh, that's going to be huge. That might be the surprise of the year. Yeah. Yeah. That's Lord kind of popping off. Um, so, like, you have to figure out when to release it. Um, let's talk about should they have deleted, deleted it or not. The reason they gave was the they wanted the worldwide release to happen at the same time. I don't think it matters the reason. The answer is yes, they should have delayed it. Yeah. I'm going to put a huge caveat on that, though. So... If they're not like we we learned this from Cryptic, mm-hmm. you want to delay versus produce a substandard product, and you want to announce that delay. Yes, like they did the right thing by delaying if they felt they had to delay it. Yeah, I don't. You know, there's a lot of rumors, speculation about why they delayed. At the end of the day, if they felt they had to delay, delaying it was the right thing. I will put a caveat on this. Indi- are they considered an NDTCG, Louie, or no? Yes, they are. Okay, yeah. good. That's why I didn't much. know. I know. I approve of that. I approve. NDTCGs tend to not fix their problems. <laughs> they have to fix this problem. And I don't say that just because like, it sucks that delays occur. That's true. But if you're going to do one set a year... If you're going to do one quarter of the sets of every other TCG, basically, you have to have your timing down right. Because yeah. if it's no longer a year between sets, now it's 14, 16 months between sets. Yeah. It becomes even worse. Especially for stores who are going to really back this and be on board and, and plan a calendar, a year calendar, and be like, hey, October is going to be sorcery month and we're going to really lean into that. And they, you have a whole calendar, you know, based around some of that stuff. That's, that's like, a big deal. I think delaying it's the right move. 
I just like man, like the optics also aren't great. <laughs> like the optics aren't super great. I mean, like you know, it was, it was the right move. It's just like it 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 sucks for the community. Um, so yeah, I I I don't know. I look at beta, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on this. I've always looked at beta as like that's when sorcery is released. Like mm-hmm. alpha to me has not counted as the release of sorcery. It's, it's the Kickstarter. So beta to me is, is sorcery's release. It's when somebody from the public can walk into a game store and buy a sorcery card. And to me, this gave me confidence in sorcery's team. And I know everything George said and everything I think you think and have said to me both publicly and privately, Louie about like delays are, they are tough and it is stressful and there are, you know, some things aren't great. It shows that they understand the impact that their release needs to have. Leaning into the community they're trying to build of people that are wrapped around this idea of being tied to this set and these cards and having a deeper connection and actually loving the things that you open, that release night is going to be important. It's going to take you back to the midnight releases of Magic. We talked about earlier, like the people who came up Friday Night Magic and going to the midnight release of World of Warcraft games outside of a GameStop. You're going to feel that same pull. And that meteor of a release for Sorcery has to land hard because it has to leave a big enough crater where you're aware of its impact. You feel the pull back to its center and you want to relive those moments. So in that sense, it shows me they understand the community they are trying to build and they're willing to do what it takes to get this right. And maybe that's reading too far between the lines, but that's what I took away from it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I agree with your take that like this is their official release. Like, I think that's a fair take too. Like George, like a Kickstarter, it's a different. Kickstarter like, release. Your, your attitude towards Kickstarter is baffling to me. Like, Kickstarters are that's what you're doing. You're Kickstarter. The number company. of people who know TCGs yeah. exist. Like four million dollar Kickstarters. Not like it was like you, me in my mom's basement being like I got a like the only box of source ever printed. They had that's four fair. million dollars kickstarted. But they but they are b- trying to be bigger than that. Like like if, they produced more than like a lot of the indie TCGs we used to cover. Like in Kickstarter. Like at the sure. end of the day, like they produced a ton of boxes. They are, and like they deserve credit for that. Right. But it also means like calling that not a release, I think, is a so, little strange. It's definitely different. But I think like this is their, this is their, um, this is when I think they ha- they have to show that they understand distribution and that they have to, like the, this is more important in my opinion. It's bigger. It's, it's way a, more important. That's yeah, not the question. It, yeah. It's a, and I think it's it feels more official. I guess is the, the phrase I'm. I I'm will say about. it's weird that like Rudy showed the palettes. Like like that's yeah. not. That did not feel super good. Well, that like Rudy's like, look at my sorcery beta. It's gonna be early. Then, like the day oh. later, it's like delayed for two months, and you're yeah. like, I, I called myself a prominent Lorcana content creator. You think YouTubers don't flex? Last week, Louis did a segment just so he could show off his BGS grades. Like, listen, YouTubers right. flex, buddy. This is not well. New. It's like it's that's a, a weird bit. flex. Well, is he it also, I have stuff you don't have. Hold on, hold on. Rudy is on hundred percent, just trying to remind everybody to save money for if you want sorcery. I'm going to have a naked girl promo card. Like that is on hundred percent. Is he really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's, that's like the. the he says trick. it every time he talks about sorcery. That's what he's trying to do. And that's not Lorcana approved. <laughs> um, but so I think I want to go to their reason. 
having a universal yep. launch, I think, is perfect in what they need to do. And I'm glad they delayed to have a universal launch. Seeing a, a particular store or a country or whatever have product before everybody else like sucks. Rudy. And it makes you feel like, um, I, I, you know, when Canada had their box. Yeah, it made us hate Canada for I like a month. Like, I, I'm more I important than Canada. We're better at hockey. We should have boxes first. But like, you know, at the way end more the day, freedom too. Yeah. like they, yeah, right. they just live off of our spillover freedom and yeah. they have no buckies. There's no buckies in Canada. So I, I is that do, true? I have no idea. I'm why assuming. Is why is it a country? It's I, not really. I think there. that doing that and having a universal release is a win. <laughs> um, and that's great. I do think though, like they have to get, the, I agree with George. They have to get this figured out for the next set. We yeah. can't have distribution questions. We can't have allocation issues. We can't like, they have to figure out their communication. They can't wait for the them to communicate to us. They need to communicate and, and intentionally make sure things are going well they, at a distribution level. And that's hard, but like it's, they have just because it, it's hard doesn't mean we don't expect it. If, if you want to be as, no. if you want to be a game that actually works, unlike a lot of the other indie TCGs where the the distros just don't care and they don't do anything, like you have to, you have to put the work in. So well, two seconds before you go, George, they're cashing in on something you brought up earlier. It's a lot of that community confidence that they've built up. They're they're yep. cashing in on some of that every time this happens, and the well could run dry. Yeah, and I will say I've had no cancellations of beta as a result of this, which surprised me. I anticipated more people would be frustrated, and you know, zero of that. But um, it's interesting. I think it's the right decision. Again, I, I want to reiterate that. I just, I, I find it very strange. But yeah, you know, I, I find it like particularly strange because like Rudy had the pallets. Like, like I'll be like I keep going back to that. I'm like, that, yeah. that's not that strange to me. That's not like so how he, do you get the pallets? So they shipped him two pallets. There, also like, how long does it take to get stuff printed? But they also mentioned a lot of stuff in there too, right? They mentioned the um, the store kit. So like, was that part of you know getting all that stuff together? That could have been different than the the beta. You know, this is just speculation. But the store kits and also globally, right? Like, if some distro in Europe was dragging their feet and didn't do what they needed to do or whatever, now if you want a universal release, I love we're just throwing Europe under the bus for this. Also, don't throw don't throw a distro under don't throw throw a distro under the bus for this. Like, listen, let's 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 say that it's a good decision, but it's not. This is not at the fault of a distro. I'm not going to put that at their face's distribution system. Well, that's what I was just saying, Josh. That's what I was just saying. Less of a country, they need to not have to wait for distro to do something they need to be on the ball right that that's their responsibility yeah um, i don't think this one matters if the next set's delayed if the next set doesn't come out in 12 months yeah no i totally agree. i think it's probably totally agree. yeah I think it's like, like, listen, like it's gonna be a real issue you don't want to you don't want to be it's always something game right, right. like where every single <laughs> we've, release we've seen that already we've yeah we've, we've we've we've, we've read it. that book yeah we've read that book you don't want to be every release it's like okay what's the problem what's the well, what's the announcement i'm going to get now like of uh, the best release comes with no announcement from the company and i'll be candid like it's frustrating for me because like i've said this publicly like it's the game i enjoy playing the most for an ndtcg yeah um like you, play it, you don't have cards yeah. <laughs> I, I mean i have the starter decks right. um you know they have i mean this i mean this i know people think i'm a hater but i'm a lover uh 
they have a unique opportunity to really kind of do very well in the indie TCG space because they're going after casual play. Yep. Yeah. But that means that like you like that won't so like the casual player won't care about the delay. But who will care is the store. Right. Yes. And so they have to figure this out of like stores. And I, I do think you're right that like the two things they added are these store kits, which I think look really good. And again, I've said this the whole time. Like the margins on this for stores is, is incredible. It's great okay. margins for stores. Um, if the prices stay high. Um, right. And they're doing TCG player. And that's another big thing too, right? That's how people will build their decks. You said uh, something yeah. on the phone today that I think is a that indie TCGs live or die by TCG player. Like well, what, we, we saw accentuate grand, the direction. We saw Grand Archive go nuts with TCG yeah. player. Box prices went skyrocketing because of the demand that it generated and the advertising that it did. Um we've also seen things, you know, like Cryptic on uh, TCG player. It's been rough I mean, it's been rough on the market because it provided more people a way to sell stuff and the if the demand's not there, then it tanks the prices because there's a public facing thing. You know, my website gamegrove.gg for short Game singles. It's hard it's hard to like um, advertise for that. People don't know that it exists. Like, I have to make videos. I have to do whatever. But, like, with TCG Player coming out... I have to do work to advertise my website! Compared to TCG Player, like, just being a way for everybody who cares about Sorcerer to find something, it's it, it could generate more demand or it could be a thing. So, I it's going to be super interesting. Um, I don't know. At the end of the day, that's what's going on. And <laughs> we'll see what happens. But Alright. Yep. Right decision. We just hope they get it together. Yeah. You get one of these, I think. Well, this is their second, so hopefully they get two. Well, it's their second, but it's the same thing. So this is okay, actually so, their second beta delay. Don't forget that. I know. this, And like the and now Kickstarter is delayed two or three times. Kickstarter is still delayed for some people. So I've I've read those posts as well. That astonishes me. That blows my mind every time oh, I read it. Like, you know, it's, like, it's cool. It's cool. You get like Kickstarter a, a non thing. It's not an official that's release. What, that's what it's happens with Kickstarters. Just because you never backed anything on Kickstarter, George. I have. Where's my no? Like when you back a Kickstarter, you should. How long, you should how long not did it take to get you to get your um your MetaZoo uh your MetaZoo decks from a year ago? I have no idea. I haven't gotten those yet. <laughs> you haven't still gotten them, right? Wait, Kickstarters. Wait, I haven't gotten my decks yet. You forgot about them, which is what happens with 50% of Kickstarters. Oh you my god, I have not gotten my MetaZoo decks yet. Um, anyway, alright, this is a great podcast, everyone. Thank you for watching and listening. Hit the subscribe button. Go and listen to us. I totally forgot about those. Spotify. Go subscribe to Josh's channel and pay $5 a month for one extra video. And Four videos uh, a month, dingus. Oh, well, one more week. And uh, go subscribe to George. And George. everybody email Mike to get me my decks, my poker decks. I, I forgot about what if, what, if, what if Mike gets like 150 emails? What? what Still don't have my decks. I was like four grand. I think I kicked hard that hit, thing for. Hit the like button on your way out. Share this podcast with your friends. And uh, remember to be kind to the people around you. May the zoo be with you. I don't think I got my decks yet. With you.